0: On today's spooky episode of Homo
1: Superior.
0: Also, why is why is Katie Dickey, the woman who plays General Docs, constantly just... Like, is that her son, is X5? She, uh, what yeah. the fuck is that? Is why is she always she, having people suck on her titties?
1: Is she going to breastfeed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the real raven
2: breastfeeding from her, like in The Witch. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. I, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a
0: three. She's going to be a triple threat if that, they really pull this yeah. off. She... A nipple thread. Ah, well done.
3: <laughs> well, Brent is gay, and Calen's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior.
2: Welcome to Homo Superior, sponsored by our new favorite drag queen. She sings, she dances, she screams when her husband gets his brains blown out. Welcome to the stage, Jackie O'Lantern. Issue 303, I'm killing Batia. I'm Ryan Skull. I'm Adam Scary adeem
3: <laughs> And I'm Boo-Rent Wingate.
0: Wow, you really tried hard on that one, didn't you?
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We're supposed to be supportive and... Uh, Since when? <laughs> I just... I didn't expect to get run over right there. Yeah. <laughs> this week, our spooky season is in full swing. We've got a special Halloween-themed Danger Room game. And if you've seen us at panels... You'll be excited. If you haven't, get excited. <laughs> uh, and if you've been living under a rock, you might have missed that Loki season two has come out. And Disney decided to absolutely <laughs> fuck us by releasing new episodes whenever we hmm. record. So we're recording about the last the episode that came out last week, episode one. Plus, we've got current issues, cute plugs, and classic cars. Uh, but first, some uh, housekeeping. Yeah.
2: so Some haunted
3: housekeeping. Oh, oh, oh,
2: haunted <laughs> housekeeping. Well done. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, chain noises, scream noises. Uh, this week we released our creator crush with Steve Fox. Yes, he is back. It's spooky. He's adorable. We talked about Dark X Men and Web Weaver and his creator own comic, All Eight Eyes. We had a great time. It's one of my favorite creator crushes. Listen Adam, what do you think?
0: Now. I loved it. Just listen right now.
2: Go, yeah. Turn, we'll this, turn off, this off. Go and listen to that. Stop and then come back.
1: This you won't understand <laughs> anything we're about to say unless you listen to it.
2: Wow. Okay, Absolutely. now that you're
1: back, you didn't have to
2: listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming up uh, this coming Monday, we've got a secret record for Netflix's Castlevania Nocturne. It's spooky good fun, y'all. And, of course, uh, we've got a lot of cool new merch up uh, for October. Go That's check right. it out.
3: Yeah, we have a Happy Spooky t-shirt, uh, and we also have uh, Magneto Was Left. As a T-shirt, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which feels
3: Halloweeny. Well, I, yeah. I want to say
2: it feels right, but it feels uh, it also feels left. Yeah,
3: it's a shirt that Quentin Quire wore. I I want to say in one it's panel. It's really good though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I Great love it.
2: Shirt idea. Uh, before we get into the content, uh, just a bit of sad news. Uh, R.I.P. to the amazing Keith Giffen, who passed away at the age of seventy of a stroke. Um, he actually had a very funny Facebook post as his last comment. He's like, well, I'll do anything to miss New York Comic Con, <laughs> including dying. Um, oh it is funny, but it's also sad. Uh, he, uh, it's hard to describe how much of an impact he had on me as a consumer of comics. Uh, he co-created Lobo uh, for DC Comics. He created uh, Justice League International, like the, uh, the comedic version of Justice League in the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, over in Marvel, he did the original Annihilation series, which ah. is a favorite of ours. So that. good. He's, he was a writer. He was an artist. Uh, he was a triple threat. Uh, he just did so much phenomenal work. And I didn't even know he was sick, and it came as a shock that he passed away.
3: That's Aww. a bummer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to some of our Happy Spooky, mm-hmm. which I, I guess is our official title for yeah. it now. Happy
0: Spooky. Happy <laughs> <Be> Spooky. <Ooh. laughs>
3: Perfect. If, you're gonna, if you can remember that next week, I'll be very impressed. Happy Spooky to you. All right. This week, we're doing a Danger Room Halloween edition. Ooh. So it's time to enter the Danger Room for a team training exercise. Ooh. The Danger Room is our game without boundaries or points. We make up teams and put them through a fictional ringer to see what they're made of. Last month, you, the listeners, voted on which mutants should join our inaugural X mm-hmm. team, and you did not disappoint. That team now has Storm. North Star, Magic, Laura, Sync, Boom Boom, Richter, Abatha, Polaris, <laughs> Samantha, Tomathan.
1: <laughs> Another club? Figure out which club? Yeah. No sleep.
3: So normally with the Danger Room, uh, we would have a panel, and we'd have a guest, and the panelists and the guest would come up with a team, and they'd come up with a team name. I do think that eventually our ex team does need a team name, but yes. I think it's probably more fun for that to like come out naturally. over time. Yeah. yeah. So r-
1: everything comes naturally. So, f-
3: so I've just been calling them HSX. Uh that H- sucks. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> So we're just running down ideas here. Uh nothing's good enough uh for these folks.
0: Mine wanted you to be better. That was just me and Ryan.
3: <laughs> okay. So you've got your team. Uh the simulation is gonna begin. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a scenario. Kay. You'll need to pitch how your X team survives the experience.
0: Mm. Hey, Brent, our X team. It's RX.
3: That's correct. They also <laughs> represent me and you, the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> um, did
0: vote on it. So.
3: Extra points will be awarded for having extremely queer answers. Right. Simulation number one. <laughs> our team finds themselves in an abandoned ex-mansion. An alarming psychic and spiritual disturbance has brought the HSX team here to investigate. Scooby-Doo style, the gang splits up, only for each of them to be haunted by something from beyond. Ooh. It's the demon bear in a new form. What do our heroes see, and what can they do to stop this earth foe? foe?
0: Uh, Storm sees a closet. You stole my goddamn answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, like, sh- does she know... That sh- like the demon bear or no, whatever is possessing her, or is she just literally opening doors and the, there are closets? It's the cartoon story so all and over again. it's a smaller
0: closet each yeah. time. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like
2: a nesting doll closet. Yeah, it just keeps
0: going further and further. Very Alice in Wonderland, and she just goes, Oh! oh and uh, sits there for most of the episode.
1: Monet sees, um, she's doing a Neutrogena commercial, and she... Um, does the face splash, and she's got a bad complexion
2: after? Ooh, because
1: she's beautiful <laughs> and vapid.
2: <laughs> uh, Polaris sees herself as Malice when she was with the Marauders. Oh. When Malice took her over, love that. And uh, Malice also had uh, this is for extra queer points uh, major lesbian energy, mm. like just the way that like her hair and her outfit looked.
3: I feel like Magic and Boom Boom would go off together, and they would not give a shit about any of the things that are haunting them like boom boom is too drunk to be paying attention to what's real and what's not right so it's just dropping explosives
1: but i mean brent you say that until boom boom enters her scenario where they say (laughs) 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 i was just gonna say that uh the bar is closed but yeah that that also works really well
3: she's doing a whole the shining thing yeah Uh no yeah, yeah I
0: I mean magic literally owned hell like what could she the legacy virus because it killed her that's that could be a fair you're plan. dead or maybe <laughs> yeah. it just says what is it oh does it look like one of the oh my god what was that fucking terrible movie where Chris Rock was it I think it was Chris Rock was like the the germ cop. And they're, like, inside of a body. Oh, um, uh,
2: Osmosis Jones? Yeah,
0: so that's what magic experience Which is. I think is what the name it's like of... It's a This
1: is That's the name of the Loki episode this week, right? Osmosis, Osmosis Jones. Jones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think
3: that uh, Northstar and Richter are the ones who said, like, oh, we should definitely split up. And the other one's like, yeah, definitely. And they went off together... Bang,
1: and so no, but when they show up, there's a hotter top that is there, and so they both have the same
2: hallucination together. Be like, Who gets (laughs) oh, they they, they
0: think they're fucking yeah, they end up fucking
2: each other while they think they're fucking no, no, no. no. They both see a sea of hot guys, but they're all bottoms, and they're like, No, or or they go
3: to go hook up, and then they discover that they're both bottoms. Well, yeah,
2: that too, yeah,
1: and then X, uh, X23, whatever she's calling herself this week. Um, Laura, she, she shows up somewhere (laughs) at Wolverine's funeral and it says no stabs allowed. Wouldn't that be her name? Wasn't she didn't get the invite? Like, she's going to show up and be like, she didn't even get an e-bite.
3: Do you think she is who is actually out there trying to stop the demon bear and is really solving it while everyone else is like panicking and doesn't know what to do? I I think North Star.
0: You think so? I was gonna say magic. Laura
1: and Polaris. Well, Polaris seems like she could pull through some of this because she's been in, like she's Pretty dealt with malice situation. and other nonsense. She's so gone through malice and <laughs> <this>. sync <laughs> and sync What's sync going through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you're right. I mean,
2: was magic one of the new mutants when yeah, she yeah, was, she right? Was yeah, the yeah, she in when the, during the demon bear saga. She's the, guys, the only one yes. who's got experience. She's like, guys, 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 I got this. I know how to tame so, this demon bear. So
1: her worst nightmare is that she's actually in the new mutants movie. Uh, oh. It's just a recreation, but it's of that.
2: she's Anna Taylor Joy with a great haircut, those bangs. S- oh, it's s-
1: Danny DeVito as her though.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> that's an improvement.
0: Singh's whole situation is that he uh, keeps Sink trying hole? to be the, the leader of the team, but no one's listening. Like they can't hear him or see him. Mm. He's basically invisible. Oh, to well, I can is. relate.
3: He just blends in. A real oh, that's, forget that's me. That's
1: tough. Yeah, and they're like, like that y- other character. They're they're yelling, "You stole my powers." you piece of <laughs> shit constantly
2: <laughs> no sink sink uh realizes he's back in the vault and time is moving, moving really fast, and this Laura is not in love with them, even though they spent centuries oh, together. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's
3: super sad. Aww. Yeah. But I do like this,
1: And also, Halloweeny. Good job, Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this, I mean,
0: what is it? the It's a perfect nine-issue miniseries, where, or there's like an uh, Alpha and Omega, and every issue is about the other person experiencing their trauma. Richter and, and North Star just getting fucked all the <laughs> time. 24 <laughs> it's pages a of non special double-stuffed issue, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> By the way, this scenario is very much one of my favorite single X-Men stories. It's a similar to that. It's Uncanny X-Men Annual Number 11, which Brett Manas mentioned on our X-Games panel at mm-hmm. FlameCon, where the X-Men fight an alien named Horde, and he gives them all their fantasies, and they have to deal with it and break out of
3: it. Or were they like, prostitution Horde? <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: That's great,
2: yeah. yeah.
3: Simulation 2. Oh. The year is 1692. <laughs> Salem, Massachusetts, the colonies, the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. Earth. The X team has been flung back in time and now stands trial for being witch breeds. But they're not the only ones who breed around here. <laughs> Straight people also are seemingly witches. Someone brought them back, but how can they save their team? How can their team save the innocently accused and accuse the not-so-innocent and return home?
2: I love that this scenario is written by Neil Gaiman.
3: It was written by a gay <laughs> Yeah. It was written by, like, a Neil Gaiman, who's I guess. A,
2: a Gaiman loves to kneel. Yeah. What is Neil?
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they would Gaiman.
1: all be in such trouble, honestly. Uh, they all... They're all witches. They're all full-on witches. Um, like, well, and Laura's Gaiman. a werewolf.
3: Right. But they, like, have to make sure that they don't kill anyone who's, like, innocent. Right? So, like, there are people who might be humans that you don't want to kill, even if they're accusing you of being witches.
2: Yeah. I think they go look for Agatha Harkness, and they're like, girl, you got to get us out of it, this. It does feel like a team-up. Like, who else? is So, Agatha
0: Harkness, is there anybody, people that are like... they got to find the Sorcerer Supreme. Applause, uh, Destiny yeah. and Mystique are <laughs> rumbling
3: around, probably somewhere. Be like, they're not alive
2: in this era. I don't fucking know. Girl, no. It's like, they're around 200 years later.
3: Who would be the kind of uh, beast... A uh, beast, a la first episode of X Men animated series, who's in jail but doesn't want to break out because he wants to respect the rule of law.
1: Boom, boom! Public drunkenness. Uh, I actually <laughs> could R- see respect
2: the rule of law. I the of she I knew I it was public her. drunkenness. Uh, oh, who's the most? Who's the most like lawful good in this group? Who's
0: like I, the easiest? Wi- mm, like Rick, I feel like Richter would want to s- be contained. Polaris wouldn't mind being contained.
3: Cause Alternate has. way of thinking about it is: who would be the character that would be the most annoying to have to write around? That you would just put into Sink? the prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind,
0: kind of. Sink's not a
2: whipping boy for every scenario. Too bad. This, I do think he because could be a really so good powerful.
0: leader, and he would temper a lot of personalities. I
2: say it's actually Storm because you want to get the most powerful person off the chessboard for a while mm. and have the other characters have to deal with scenario without the weather witch dealing with shit. It would the it would,
3: second the second she uses her powers, everyone's like, "Yeah, we're throwing her in a river." Exactly, and if me? she and she's gonna float, yeah, she's gonna. It's like
0: float. the yeah, it's the kind of thing where like they get there and she's like helping to put out a fire because she like calls in the you know the waterworks and then everyone's
1: like, "Well, if she stops screaming out all of her commands, maybe they <laughs> Who won't did tell that? It's Her, I'll yeah. never say. <laughs>
3: um, the surprise of this is that it's Mephisto. He finally showed up. I knew it. (laughs) I wrote that online
1: and a lot of people in forums thought it was.
3: (laughs) Simulation number three. The world governments have fallen with the onset of a sudden, mysterious, and rapidly spreading virus. Doug Ramsey and Warlock were experimenting with each other's bodies when Doug discovered and read an anti-life equation, which turns anyone who heard it aloud into a murderous zombie. How does our team fare against the undead and poorly written turned population, and can <laughs> they save the day?
2: Is this a secret crossover with DC Comics? It
3: most certainly is not. I would never steal from DCs. Uh, what well, would you call <laughs> it? Marvels. <Seized>? Marvels. <laughs> <Seized.
2: laughs>
0: um, I. This is actually a, that's a good team for this, although a lot of them are
1: very close-range fighters, which is concerning. But well, mass destruction with magic teleporting Richter doing uh. Ground stuff and storm doing, you know. It'd be stuff. a great
0: recon team because you've got Polaris, you've got North, North Star can move fast, my nice fl- you got flyers like, and you've got literally Rector that can cause tons of barriers. I love this team for a zombie. Admission.
2: Magic is like, eh, I got this. She goes to Madeline Pryor. She goes, "Look, I know I gave you Limbo. I need it back Give for it back. just this. I need to bring out the demons to fight this like anti-life Ooh. horde. So it's demons versus this whatever. I like it.
3: Uh part of the I, part of the name of the game is like, how do you avoid hearing? The anti-life equation in this scenario. Oh, Laura
2: just stabbed everyone's eardrums.
3: I feel like uh, Boom Boom just takes out her earplugs because she has to be deaf. Oh yeah, she's
1: yeah, she definitely is. Oh yeah, what? And she's singing too. A she's like at tops. Thunderstorm.
3: Who would be the most dangerous if zombified, and you can't say storm? Sync
1: because he would start taking on all the
3: other. Uh, mm. oh, sync yeah. is yeah. the outlier yeah. for all of these scenarios. <laughs> it yeah, is interesting good. that He's people
0: so don't powerful. Yeah, I was gonna say people don't talk about sync being more more like. Who's having that conversation? Yeah. No, but yeah. you're right though.
3: Who's having it? Uh, I'm not uh, having it. Certainly, I would
2: say M is also up there just because of just how fucking strong she is. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was what I did like from that is they've kind of used a lot of like Superman's brute force when he was transformed. So that's yep. like whoever. And honestly, it's now that I think about it, it's North Star. Whoever's the fastest, yes, the fastest. is always that's the other worst because that was the whole concept of like Flash. the Flash. Yeah. Getting everybody. I thought that was really well done. So okay. North Star is terrifying.
3: Uh, wow. Who would be the worst uh, non on the team? You know, like who would be the worst character to zombify? Would it be I like guess a, a telepath? Or,
2: uh, or Professor X, I would say, is definitely up there. Because you'd constantly,
3: right. you'd have to constantly be doing the resist, resist. triangle, resist triangle. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
1: A zombie girl. She'd be bad. <laughs> uh, By
3: I the was, way, the I, so, the solution to this problem is that Doug and Warlock have to kiss. So. <laughs>
1: oh power of love. Yeah. And then uh. just all the magic goes but, everywhere. It, the power
3: of friendship actually but, but is then, the anti life equation. But then anti anti they're life like, equation.
1: you literally murdered so many people before they kissed. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, so those people but, are still dead. But all those people are the ones who would hold me accountable. So. Wait, So yeah. You've got
0: a self-friend in me. So you would say that falling in love is a pro-life equation?
3: <laughs> I would say it's an anti-anti-life equation. <laughs> 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 Alright, and that's been our Danger Room. Oh, that was fun. I liked it. That was spooky.
2: It I was say. supposed to be. It scared me a little <laughs> it was, bit. It scared me a lot of. bit. I was
3: spooked. I was Do you spooked. think that the audience is just fucking sick of hearing the word spooky by this point?
1: I don't think so.
0: No, not as sick as they're going to be hearing spooksy in November. No, no because yeah.
1: <laughs> if if you submit your cell phone number um, to anything, to my direct DMs or anything, <laughs> I will call you up and just say spooky.
2: Oh, 35 yeah. Times. yeah you, and you did that to me during a meeting. Well, will <laughs> leave you voicemail. I enjoyed it,
0: yeah. but it was weird. What? Well, Oh, I'm offering uh, my that's services. Yeah. Thank you, Brent, cuz you just heard your review promo code. So get on to Apple, <laughs> Spotify, wherever you listen, give it a five Hello out of Fresh. five star. <laughs> and Fresh <laughs> Dad DoorDash, your local uh, Chinese restaurant when you call in for takeout, put in spooky as your
3: mm, <laughs> We should not lie about promo yeah, codes. Yeah, <laughs> let's not. Other things we can lie about though. Yes, yeah, right. sure.
0: Yeah, try go putting a promo code in on Spotify. Why don't you happens. go to the
3: IRS and put in a promo code?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get on with MCU Next TV, our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This uh, week, we are starting our coverage of Loki Season 2. Exciting. We're back, baby. New property unlocked. Woo
2: woo, woo
3: woo, woo woo, woo. Uh, as
0: a reminder, we're taking a quick break from Dad Tass, so the animated series, to time perfectly with 97 uh, Season premiere in 2024 so let's get on with season two episode one of loki ouroboros picking up right where season one left off loki finds himself trapped between time periods rather than universes and working with mobius and the titular ouroboros played by kihi kwan to stabilize his time slipping via a temporal aura extractor a lot of exposition in this in the present and the wake of uh, ravona renslayer gone missing b15 and the new tva judge council plot their next course of action after finding out their entire mission is a lie, or is it? Sylvie tries multiversal fast food.
1: So we'll slow it down because it feels like a Doctor Who episode. It really is. Yeah. It's, it but which era of Doctor Who? Uh, David Tennant. It's good.
0: Yeah. I just started <laughs> watching that like last night. More of
1: the all the episodes lead up to the special. I'm very oh, excited. great. Um, yeah, he's probably the most human Doctor. It doesn't matter for this, um, but it does have that feel. Um, we're dealing with different elements here um, and this could go on for a long time um I what do you guys think of the general episode
2: so the uh Ouroboros, like the titular character I think is the best part of the episode I think his chemistry with uh Mobius and with loki is fantastic and I the, in the first season the best part of the uh, of the show was that chemistry between Mobius and Loki, loki. Yeah. when it was on screen that's when the show was the was it as it At its best. When it wasn't, it wasn't there. This episode was a mixed bag for me because when it wasn't about Ouroboros, I think the rest of it felt weirdly like a subpar Doctor Who episode, which is why I asked which era of Doctor Who. I feel like this is becoming an issue with Marvel. They are not taking the time to do proper world building anymore Mm. because there was a lot of TVA stuff that felt like kind of thrown in that wasn't really properly set up for me in season one. Like what? Um, all Like
3: that v- guy's acting? The, the, the X-Five? Well, if you're going to yeah, answer X-Five. your own
2: question, yeah, sure. But, like, the <laughs> other... Um,
3: well, we could also go for <laughs> jokes here, because we are a comedy podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the, judge, like, the judges' council stuff never was really well-established, I think, in season well, one. Well, it, feel-
1: it feels like they've changed some stuff to, like include that on purpose because it's gonna if that's the
2: case it. then I will uh, retract my my criticism here but it just feels it was very mini series like
0: or comic book intensive where there it, it it felt like a natural evolution for a second season but they added a lot of extra plot details or world building details at the front end. When they haven't fully, I agree Correct. that the judges' council came after Ravona, but they never even established that there was that mega council. It's just they it's they're,
2: they're taking shortcuts, and I noticed this is better than Secret Invasion. Get me wrong, but there were so many shortcuts in Secret Invasion just to get to like certain plot Motion. points, yeah. and it's just it feels a little disappointing.
3: Were there any others?
2: That's the big one for me right now.
3: I guess I didn't think about that because to me, it made sense that there were multiple judges that interact in some way it's a little bit weird i guess to think about it further because if don't don't put too much thought into it yeah. because why if you exist outside of time do you need more than one judge yeah but i do like the idea of there having been a council of judges i love the conversation where uh, one of the judges said i always gave the verdict guilty yeah uh and that this is the first time they were questioning <laughs> whether or not they were doing justice
1: i I sort of enjoyed their inclusion to it because I I think it solidified a little bit more structure into the TVA just in general. I agree that we should have maybe seen We should've seen
2: it earlier. But yeah.
1: but I really enjoy them and also they're so sleepy. They're so, <laughs> sleepy. They're so sleepy. So yeah. very sleepy. My it's they they're they are they do have a bigger purpose. Yeah. So like maybe through some, some of the time slips or some of just the changes that have happened is the reason that they're there. It, it feels like there is a bigger, like King can't be the big bad again. Well, that's for what this I- one. So it feels like maybe they're going to either play in as enemies or help out eventually. So it feels like their inclusion is important for the series.
0: Well, that's what I, I feel that I thought it was a good ad. I get very worried about general docs and where she's going at the end of the episode. They're going to hunt down Sylvie, obviously. But obviously, there's an ulterior motive thing, and I just hope they do. To your point, Kalen, I hope they do the work to make sure that they're credible and interesting villains, so that by the end, when they do become probably the bigger bad of TVA infighting, it's not like, oh, this is just a perfunctory evil woman.
2: Um, I don't have confidence that they'll do that. They'll get there with it, but happy you proven wrong.
0: Also, why is why is Katie Dickey, the woman who plays General Docs, constantly just like, is that her son? Is five. Uh, yeah. What the fuck is that? Is Why is she always she, having people suck on her titties? Is she
1: going to breastfeed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the real,
0: real raven
2: breastfeeding from her, like in The Witch. <laughs> oh
0: That's right. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a three. She's going to be a triple threat if that, they really pull yeah. this
1: off. A nipple threat.
3: A nipple threat. <laughs> uh, well done. <laughs> that has to be her actual son, though, right? Like... How else did he get this job? Okay,
1: <laughs> we need to speak. Uh, on, there is on the robot this, head on the
3: table. This
1: chunk of meat that is speaking at me. Yeah, I'm attracted to him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, have, he's like, so a dirty. Dumb. Fuck in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. God, that's
2: what I know up. he's got fuck. He's boy like energy.
1: I'm going to
3: office in the bathroom. Yeah, it drove me. That- fu-
1: I acted better than him just then.
3: I yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed with his acting because I'm watching him stand in the background and he's just hanging his hands on his uh, TVA suit like he's got nowhere else to be, just relaxing. Right. They're talking about the fate of time itself, and he's just like, "Ho oh, hum, I'm just gonna put my hands here." And it's like, is oh. he Kevin Feige's second cousin or like what
1: is he? <laughs> he's
2: it? an instigate, all right. That's what he is. Is he? Gay? I mean, and I don't know. I yeah. just made it up.
1: Well, for us, if he for the purposes of this <laughs> podcast, he's, he's gay. Straight. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> <Yeah>, fair. <laughs> gay until proven straight. Yeah, uh. but
1: I, wouch, of wow, my goucha! I mean, we, we all watched this live, which was very fun to all oh, five yeah. of us. And Clark was there, too. To watch it together was such a fun experience. I encourage people to do that with their friends. But just to give like the listens up and or the, the watches up. But,
3: but you're going to get the number one down. Shut <laughs> up.
1: And then rewatch don't, it when you don't. don't just like the, the judge counsel, don't yeah, <laughs> think, don't, too uh, deep don't think they're about it. <laughs> don't worry about my season one opinions, okay? Yeah. Uh, no, it was. Just, it, it was a fun watch honestly. I
0: liked it. What did you guys think about the um time travel? Like the fact that it was not a future or a different universe cuz you know you fucking That he cut was, the just court. Time it was just time skipping backwards within the yeah. TVA. Yeah. I uh,
2: I liked it once I figured it out and thanks to you guys y'all helped me figure this out cuz I was wondering like why where <laughs> you, you seemed w-
0: very disappointed at the end of the first episode until you're like so wait a minute. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like wondering w- Yeah, I was wondering why, like, Kang's iconography was Mm -hmm. there, and then it wasn't, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize he'd gone so far in the past, and, like, Kang was there, the TVA knew about it, he kind of wiped their memories, and then created the Time Lords, or not not Time Lords, but whatever. Or to cover up, yeah. Yeah, to cover up him, yeah.
3: So there's, you know, there's always a problem you're going to have in in 99% of time travel stories where something just does not make sense. And I do like the amount of emphasis that they have where it's like, hey, this just can't happen. So whatever's going on is crazy and really hard to explain. So we're not going to explain it. Uh, Jumping back in time through a place that exists outside of time doesn't make sense. So I feel like, oh, this is like some weird multiversal way of trying to express a crazy concept. I think it's really fun.
0: I yeah, I did I I was rewatching it today and I appreciated even the conversation with Ouroboros or Obi for short. Um was just Obi, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> How tight? Like that's what it was. It. I think the bit of that entire conversation of Loki being in the past. That's part. Owen Wilson being in the present, and then just kind of circle. Like obviously, like none of it really makes sense. But I don't really give a shit because time travel never makes sense in anything. So there's
3: one way that I thought it made sense that was very cool, which is that because you can't exist, because you can't. There's no real past and present. The events that are occurring within the TVA at one point in time are kind of occurring at all points in time. It's the so water. it's yeah. only when Loki does stuff in his now yeah. that someone can remember it in their future.
2: It's yeah. very uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure yeah. of like, oh, I'm going to put this thing that I need right now, and then in the quote unquote present or my future I can go get it oh it's right here in the next scene well what
3: I mean is that the person themselves does not remember that they had that interaction right. until the moment in time where it does that happen. character would have been there like
0: yeah. wasn't that the entire thing related to arrival that time was basically water and she's like I'm gonna learn how to speak Chinese from the future to use this no this the is past. very
3: different from that because that's basically just like time is a circle and so she you know called the general I'm not gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually just meant it but I was like yes I think it's more I, of a flatness than it is like this is this it's was 100 years ago yeah
1: in the way that uh the first series uh b- said the infinity stones don't really matter here I kind of like that they also said like time doesn't matter here in sort of that way too but it's I I'm not I'm not bothered by this it means we're not going to try to do time displacement anymore for me and he's the only one sort of like t- t- like Dealing with this now, hmm. so it's only multiverse of nonsense. Now, my favorite, uh, it is no.
3: what. No, I'm actually furious. What do you mean we're not doing time displacement <laughs> stuff anymore? I, I think that's what this is all going to be about. They're going to be displacing people left and right. Oh,
0: like putting them, but I, no, I universes. actually think it's going to
1: be more, more like multiverse where they're pulling people from different uh, multiverses. Yeah, it's not about time displacement. I could see, but like, who knows? I we got to watch and see. If they're
0: because I well, so they have the obviously the time, the temporal loom is overloading, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what they discover, and they have to prune the things. But if they prune the things, they kill everybody. So I actually prune the timelines. I actually agree with you, right? That I feel like, especially because they set up that core construct of we've got to get rid of stuff before it explodes, we can't get rid of stuff because then people die. I could easily see them, the TVA by the end of the season becomes like the refugee environment or universe for all those variants and they just they live there as opposed to maintaining the order that maybe they can delete the plot lines while bringing everybody together or something because it, it it is a weird like what are we going to do because it neither solution seems right <laughs> yeah, yeah it seems I, I
3: think yeah. that the way the way the problem's been constructed is that kang is the danger of a multiverse because a kang will show up and he will and they will fuck everything up yeah but as far as we can tell, that's the only problem. Right. That there's, there's no, map. other than the constraint that exists on the temporal loom, there isn't any issue with having everyone be able to do whatever they want. So as long as you could stop Kang, it's fine.
0: Which is even, now that I'm even, t- we're even talking about this, I'm like, timeline wise, we obviously saw the Ant Man 3 end credits, which was already the Council of yeah, Kang's convening. Just, so yeah. it's like, just are we gonna like get more of that, or Verizon is it gonna Center, be like, yeah. and who knows what this will have affected this? This plotline of us versus General Docs would have changed.
2: <laughs> You're bringing back my original criticism of this: is time stuff can work even if it, there would are you paradoxes. Call it sure, if there are, even if there are, there are paradoxes, um, when you have like care and attention to the world building, yeah. and I don't feel like the current stable of MCU writers have that. I think they've got phenomenal acting talent, you know, with Tom Hiddleston and with Owen Wilson um, and the various other uh, players uh, in this series. I think they've got some like cool little ideas, but I don't think they care enough to do that kind of stuff. So all this conversation about like the impact that it's going to have, I don't think, I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to be disappointing. One in the same th- way, the multiversal stuff has been vastly disappointing in phase four it and it five. It was clear phase that
3: when discussions about from the producers about Quantum Mania, you know, were, was before it came out, they were like upset at how uh, Loki set down rules for mm-hmm. how time travel would work and how the universe is kind of organized. Yeah. Because they wanted to have things willy nilly. And it, to your point, it just means that they did not think about how any of this would connect or what the mechanism would be.
2: I'm the kind of nerd that, like, I love that stuff. I mean, this is why I think uh, there's a great argument to be made that, like, Back to the Future has one of the tightest, like, scripts ever in Hollywood. It's a time travel story where everything makes sense. Mm -hmm. All of the, you know, the rules, the paradoxes, all of it makes sense. And when you start, like, doing this kind of stuff, like, that's the reason why parallel universes, multiverse stuff, time travel can give people headaches because you haven't given it much attention or thought.
0: So uh, one thing I just thought about as we were talking through this, obviously Kevin Feige is like, you know, the ringleader, but he's also the business man and you can be, (laughs) (laughs) well, slow down, slow down. (laughs) So the business man, But what I'm asking is like, I think of like, like Hawks and Pox, you have Hickman was a creative director. It wasn't like, I'm also, I mean, I'm sure he was involved in discussions, but it's not like what's going to sell this book, which I'm sure Kevin has to juggle a lot. So like, there is no real creative. You've got James Gunn building out the DCEU. Like there is no creative director. They didn't have to be before, but it almost feels like we're reaching a point where it's necessary. Uh, Also, I think
2: Kevin Feige was a great creative director for the first 3 phases of Marvel because it was leading to a very linear place. Yeah. This is expanding out a, a multiverse and in introducing, you know, time travel, even the time travel stuff in Endgame as much as I love that movie, some of that doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah, why did they snap yeah. Thanos rather than send him back in time and make him forget everything?
2: Okay, I never heard that one, but that's
0: interesting. Well, they
3: have to put everything back, right? So they have to put all the stones back at where they were. Thanos is from the past; they need to put him back as well. We're not going to do this. Okay. Why couldn't <laughs> Falcon? Wh- oh,
0: I want to know why couldn't Falcon come on the right? Why did it have to be because the- he? Because he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's asking that question? It, it's his
2: fetish. He only comes. on the left. Hey, listen. <laughs> if Magneto was left, Falcon so is Falcon. <laughs> well,
1: this is why they can't do time stuff anymore. Uh. They just really shouldn't. They should. Travel to weird universes where anything is already happening.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, because you would make anything happen. to do it, you would you need a singular visionary idea of how all this stuff is supposed to be. ordered. That's insane. And even if you have a team of people who were doing it, what you would end up doing because you've got all these projects that are in the future when you've got directors and writers who want to write and direct those things. The the rules about how this stuff is actually like filmed and done begets, becomes even more strict than it is today. Yeah.
2: Right. Mm. And with if you get the rules correct, if you can find somebody who can do that, then you can really focus on the character stuff.
1: <laughs> but Loki changes the rules like all the time. Yeah. So It's like so tough. Let's yeah. talk
0: more content. Who pruned Loki at the end of the episode? It, is
1: that
3: is it Loki? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's Nick Fury as a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, in all the, it's
1: so weird in all the realities there's not a single reality where Nick Fury is scroll. I'll be
3: truly shocked if it's not Loki himself it I'll be, be slightly I'll be slightly sh- shocked if it's Owen Wilson not, not the character being played. It's actual own Wilson. What you, what's your third shock? You would be anyone else. <laughs> I'm any literally kay. any other person. It's kay. one of those two is my best.
0: So on rewatch, you have Sylvie reaching through the elevator. Yeah. Um, and then she speaks to what seemingly looks like that Loki. I'm I I also assume it's probably Loki just based on what we're all saying and thinking. But I. I am interested to kn- I would hope that like it is like obviously I, a Loki but Sylvie was already talking to him. Like I just yeah. want like something where they follow that back They're, around. We're going to have to see that yeah. scene again I, from a different exactly. angle. Exactly. Like that'll yeah. be fun.
1: I think because Sylvie and Loki went to the he, he who shall not be named. Like, what what's his name? He <laughs> over <who laughs> <remains. what>, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Voldemort. Voldemort. Um, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Voldemort. Uh, so, so when they're in that space, it feels like something came apart from them that they keep getting ripped up. So I think Sylvie is also doing the same thing mm. as Loki is. So the Sylvie that we see opening the door yeah. is maybe the same Sylvie or something like that. The McDonald Sylvie is a different one. So we're they're getting sort of the same sort of time displaced, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's probably one of the judges. Wait, what? The really? old fucking judge, the I sleepy. think I think. No, not th- no, the man that's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging, but what the fuck? Uh, she,
0: He's using um, Black Widow's mask. thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally, use. that is the thing that that's we always say That's going to be the future version. They no, already have the half-assed No, I,
1: I think she's like the older uh, gal. I okay. think that's an older Sylvie.
3: Oh, oh. I can see that.
1: Like a, as a big bad. Wouldn't that be cool as like a face-off? Sure. Sh- mm, yeah. yeah.
3: kind, yeah. kind of like dark.
1: Yes.
0: Like
3: this s- is the show dark. Yeah, she's General Docs. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> did, you,
0: did you notice that uh, the McDonald's and the post credits scene was in
2: Broxton? Yeah, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. What does that mean? <laughs> it's the
0: recreated
1: city of Asgard <laughs> right. oh, in the yeah. comics.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, I in, thought it
1: was in New Jersey. Okay.
2: You thought Oklahoma was in New Jersey? No, bro-
1: no Broxton. Oh, Broxton.
2: Yeah, there's, there's, there's a Broxton, New Jersey, too. There's a Broxton, France. Everywhere. There's a Broxton, Antarctica. Um, yes, I definitely did notice that. That was from the J. Michael Straczynski Thor run in uh, uh, the late aughts. Somebody so. looked it up, Adam. I sure did. Wow. What do you
0: mean? I knew that from the beginning.
2: Also, <laughs> uh, definite Easter egg. When the door opens, it is very much like the cerebro door yes. in the X Mansion from the Let's 20th century. Let's talk Fox. about
1: that. So, um, a lot of people online are theorizing when that those doors open, we're seeing the iconic X uh, looks a little bit different, obviously. Yeah. Um. How do you guys feel about that potentially being like a cerebro? As soon as they enter, stuff sort of changes a little bit. I mean, I rewatched that scene a couple times. Yeah. Um, I think Things it's l- could be. Perceived. I told
0: you to stop jerking off to Easter. You
1: <laughs> t- I can't watch though you without but he, can my. Can you do it during Easter you know
2: though? That. Can you do it like okay with the Cadbury eggs? Spooky Easter coming this <laughs> Hey, l- listen, Jesus did come back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Zom- Spooky, Spooky Easter Zombie in the Jesus. Summer. Um, I think it's an Easter egg in the same way that uh, what's his face was cast as Pietro in WandaVision. It's just like a like uh, a little like A little wink wink nod nod to the fans. I don't think it's. I don't think it means anything really X-Men yep, related. Yep, yep. I, I'm there with you. Yeah.
1: Brock, but so I like to not be there
0: with <laughs> you, too. Because
2: <laughs> <'Cause laughs> I'm time displaced. <laughs> I understood that sentence.
0: <laughs> Any other thoughts on Loki? I think it's
3: hugely on. significant, mm. and I think that the timelines <laughs> are going to come crashing. Change everything. I think the timelines are going to come crashing into each other, and that's how we're getting the X-Men in our universe, and that's also the plot of Deadpool 3. <laughs>
2: Well, they say I love that, that you're cool. like a CBR like fan the, forum you jo- and article you joke.
1: But they say Mobius is in, yeah, a uh, Deadpool. I, so, it so I guess like so. Why don't you eat all of our? I
0: dicks don't joke,
3: I, Ryan. I don't joke. Okay? Well, yeah, not, we a, not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, I do. I like the concept of. I just I'm gonna keep staying optimistic because I do want like for somehow people to have done enough splash effect where like we find. That this leads into Deadpool, th- like I just want some connectivity. But I'm holding out hope for a hero,
3: and it's not. I'm not happen. worried about liking this because I know my no matter what my brain is going to write myself into liking it. Yeah, I, I've already I've like already liked it. I always will like it. It, it. It's eternal. I'm just going to like it no matter what.
0: I was just very
2: I know, and I'm
3: going to defend Sylvie's eyebrows. Secret. <laughs>
0: Secret well, invasion. That I can't get away
3: just
2: with. I, I love that she else. looks like she is like uh goes to like a cool like ginger queer party. You look at her haircut. Yeah, it's mean, like I'm like yeah, y- like you I look like, like a guy that I have a crush on right Talk now.
1: Talk
3: about <laughs> the effective bangs. I know
1: she is a bang, fucking bang, you're human dead. Human chia pet stuck in time. I <laughs> love her. Yeah, just the weird growth of her hair is everywhere.
0: Oh, she so, got-
3: so she. Well, I guess she could have done stuff. What? after killing Kang. <laughs> She immediately cuts her bangs and is like, I got to go to McDonald's. I want to change. I guess she broke up with someone, you know? All
0: right. Sylvie's got hair issues. We've got the issues. Our weekly recap of all things X. This week we have X-Men Red number 16 and Wolverine number 38. If you're looking for X-Men Unlimited and the Red Roots saga, we'll be discussing that when it wraps up or reaches a major milestone. In the meantime, listen to our Steve Fox interview and hear us discuss uh, some of the first issues with the creator himself. Um, all right X-Men Red number 16 Al Ewing Ilderay Sinar as Storm and her brotherhood face off against Genesis horsemen slash children sacrifices are made genocidal conditions are weighed and Apocalypse finally makes his entrance on the battlefield not wait. battle fade <laughs> no, I was like yeah. wait a minute I wrote I, was waiting, yeah. I didn't even think about it until
2: I was reading I was when like, I go oh.
1: to the, when I go to Sylvie's hairdresser I ask Asper for uh, fade yeah
2: <laughs> uh, fucking phenomenal just um, just like emotional highs i mean this was like normally an issue is like 20 24 pages this was like only 16 pages because there's a backup that we're going to talk about in a few minutes um but my god um al ewing is one of my favorite writers and he continues to just get better and better and better there are so many phenomenal moments in this comic that i can't even i don't even want to like i don't know could you I'll name any of them no. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will talk about the illustration uh, that, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Zen, Weaponless Zen. Oh, yeah. Uh, did, yes. and just like that, like the emotional moment right there with the little Arakan the uh, talks. Uh, I think Storm weighing, um, you know, uh, unleashing Uranus, like uh, from, uh, I mean, talk about the ultimate Chekhov's gun from uh, Axe Judgment Day yeah. gave me very much like... Um, Having seen Oppenheimer this summer, very much like, do we unleash like this atomic bomb? Mm-hmm. Hey, spoilers. Onto- <laughs> um, you know, what like she's got to, I, I mean, she's basically, she's basically has to be like Harry Truman and say, like, do I do this or not? And she, You know, you know.
0: She said, "I'll do it my fucking self." I'll do my fight like (laughs) Harry Truman did, or should have. And the
1: info page said, "I don't think Truman said, should I just do it myself?'" Yeah, Truman said,
3: "I don't (laughs) need your fucking bomb." (laughs) That
2: you know, I'm tired of your Truman bashing on this podcast. (laughs) That is one of the
0: singular greatest info pages, quote unquote, that they've had. I feel like in all of Hox and Pox because to go into that level of like character path like ethos or just like thinking about it. like i just loved the way it was like well why sh- it's very um lord of the rings like well why shouldn't it be me <laughs> yeah like, uh, um, why not what do yeah. you guys think shed storm unleash fucking no. terror on her own no or?
1: because it's literally just mer- like she can sway some of those people i do not think it's smart to just literally take
2: out i one. don't think it would be in her character to do that i think yeah. another character would do it but not her
3: right I'm glad that Me. the uranos the uranos <laughs> yeah. trigger showed up, yeah, in the first place because I f- kind of forgot about it, that agreement
0: that it was just a random training
3: <laughs>
1: exercise for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like yeah, we'll go in there. And
0: we'll also, uranos
3: triggered sounds like a John Grisham novel. Yep. <laughs> uranos trigger. <laughs> we, and, uh,
1: when anyone says something I don't like, I always say I'm uranos triggered right now, <laughs> so guys. Honestly,
2: I love the uh, all the four horsemen stuff too. My God, yes. like just like the rivalry between like uh, war and famine, and then. Pestilence deciding to take a shot at Aurora while Death is like trying to do the dance again he's like no 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 no, she was mine fucking kills Pestilence Pestilence. immediately it's just so good It's it's so good so this okay
1: in the X Men animated series, we see the four Horsemen. They do nothing, <laughs> but they
0: are basically they're looking. They clap s- their hands together a couple of times they to ju- shoot lasers. They out fall of off them. their horses. Whatever.
3: They, <laughs> they move across the screen unanimated. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't get,
1: receive speaking roles. Yes, yeah. I know, but um, but they are all, they're so fun. I I was like for famine. I was like yes, famine. When he, he when they were like trying to like just murder everyone with water. Yeah. I was like, why not get it.
3: Famine and war are pretty bitchy with each other. Yeah. I would yeah. watch a spin-off of just that. Totally. Yeah. Um It's Go Fire. Ever heard of it? I <laughs> I
1: just I just love them. <laughs> and the fact that death has such a um love hard on for yeah, yeah. it's so fascinating he had a taste the, he wants the, more. the way that they brought that back to like x of swords um i thought that was really cool just see that rivalry remember when they had a sexy dance y'all yes they yeah. had a sexy well dance.
0: that's why this works so well and i love your comment about just like war like Thank I, you. Oh, <laughs> i don't want these uh horse people to yes. change because i i they've always like cycle them or change different people or take on more And I, this whole idea of the family, I don't want these characters to go away because death obviously has a lot of character. We got war. And I just, I love the payoff we're getting, even though, you know, Red's only had what, 15 issues? Like it's not, we're not at a point where they're bringing in so much older content and it makes sense. And it feels like I've been reading Red the whole time. So that's why I just, the continuity pull through, like we were saying about X Force when we talked about it last week, just makes me so happy because it's the old school you know, more Claremont-esque kind of right. runs where you're like, Oh, this doesn't feel like we're just talking about Loki rushed and randomly tossed in and mega events World for building no reason. Is so yeah. Good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about the Uranus trigger just really quickly again, because I want to ask you all mm-hmm. if there was a button nice. that summoned you somewhere for an hour, what would you do?
2: Your anus.
3: I, <laughs> your anus trigger. <laughs> love this question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would do what I do every place I go. Worry. <laughs> <laughs> Make you a need, charcuterie board? You need someone to come and just like help you think through how all the things could go wrong. Boom, I'm there for one hour exactly.
2: You would show up at wherever and just be like, I'm going to clean this place up.
0: That's I what you to do say, for an that hour. would hour. You'd be at someone's house and you'd be like... Hey, I can help with whatever, but I'd, what I'd like to do is so, clean your house so while we talk. <laughs> uh,
3: Uranus, the Uranus trigger is basically a, a shittier Me seeks box because it only lasts for an hour, <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. and hour.
0: And well, it's actually a better one then because you don't need like your Me has to complete
3: hour. the task. That's uh, true. Uranus helps you clean up with a party for like an hour, and then it's gone.
1: Speaking of a me that doesn't complete the task, I would just show up and
3: <laughs> with two bottles
1: of Pinot Grigio in my hand and go, yeah! And the sound quality of everything would go down, but the party would go Quality up, would
2: go up. Way up, yeah. way
1: up. Um, everyone would, uh, you know, ease a little bit, I think. Um, but also tense up when yeah. I'm around. <laughs>
2: I would what be would like, hey, guys, I think we need music at this party. I got this set list. What if
1: there was a DJ already there? What I would, would you do, kill Kate? them. And <laughs> it's just
0: some—it's like some old lady watching Jeopardy, and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm watching Jeopardy. You're like, you need some
2: music, bitch. Uh, it's like, uh, ba- na- na. B-
3: drop the bass. Punk, yeah. uh, I was supposed to plan this event. It's, it's, uh, it's my boyfriend's birthday we didn't get a reservation at a nice restaurant. Let me pull the Caitlin trigger That's and true. he'll get us a reservation oh, at yeah. a nice restaurant. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fair enough. Yeah, that's about. fair. Uh,
0: mine would just... What, what would yours be? I, I would be summoned to listen to anybody talk about anything for about an hour because I Because that's like, all you could take? I mm. like Rand Well, right, because I would be like, I don't want to be there for, I'm not your fucking out. like listen, yeah. yeah, that's... <laughs> I would take an edible before I came and I'd say, you can have one if you want,
1: but... I love that you're pre-preparing as your uranus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ryan, yeah, Ryan would be... I don't s- want to do this again. <laughs> let me take one. Ryan me. would be summoned for some men...
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh let's that see was a good question I oh that. let's talk about Great. richard
1: Ryder.
0: he got fucked up oh yeah oh, she, wow. she can't be dead she I, can't
1: be she can't go out like that she she's gonna have a whole issue of her uh <laughs> go <laughs> <laughs> killed off in, okay killed off in someone else's
0: comic no she she's, she's gonna be back and an X ex- and a mutant by the end of this year no
1: i i think it's gonna be like Having to overcome that. So other uh, mutants are probably going to help uh, Richard. We just, I'll we just be supernova from now on. Yeah. Right? And some sort of upgrade will happen. And there has to be a reason why he is hanging around so much. So I'm I'm thinking this maybe plays into a, a larger purpose for him. I love it. Yeah.
2: I, I just felt like that. he was
3: kind of like got nothing else going on. And he really I'm just fast. he just wanted to seem cool around the mutants. <laughs> the
2: when he did uh, that it was a great scene but when he did it it was very much uh in the episode of simpsons when homer has to learn how to become a bodyguard no uh, like well, yeah. he's gonna
1: jump yeah. in oh, front of yeah such a good episode yeah um yeah so without him having backstory a little bit before and being fleshed out if he just dies in this i don't think it's worth it so yeah. it yeah. feels like he's gonna come back or there's a greater purpose to his
2: death i agree yeah
0: uh, I am, um, uh, we got to pour one out oh. for Port Prometheus. Because mm. I, I feel like if this was like a TV. if this was I like a TV, movie. All yeah. right, shot, shots a fireball for everyone. Shots uh, of fireball. If this was like a TV show wow, and you got soon, to friend. see that destruction after all the buildup and them, you know, making Arako, I did like have an emotion. I like really liked the opening, mainly because Prince of Power was such a fucking idiot. Yeah. But also because I think it like, I like them showing the. Ramifications of the war, not necessarily mummifications of the war. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on X-Men Red?
1: Let's go to the extra story. <laughs>
0: oh, you're right.
1: <laughs> Cause what went on there?
0: Uh, and well, well shadows, this is right? Scales and Shadows by Rafael Dracon, Carolina Munoz, and Marcelo Costa on art. In it, Sunspot and Shark Girl get a slice of life tale involving snakes, poachers, and South American culture prior to the events of the Hellfire Gala. Huh. I do feel like this might have been a leftover voices story, which is not bad. I enjoyed the overall read, but I don't understand why. Because it is is a full 24 pages, and then they added on the story. So I'm like, something must have happened where they're hopeful. I mean, I see a lot of potential there. I'm just sort of like, I have no idea why this was here.
3: I want them to do this all the fucking time. Little extra stories. Extra stories, number one, because they give you Give time to those weird Gremlin characters we love. uh, Two, because it makes the sadness of the fall of X feel more real. Yeah. Mm. And also because uh, I think there's a bunch of fun stories that you can tell that you don't need to devote an entire issue to. But having like five pages is great. Well, sure.
0: But that's like uh, that. My only reflection was just like, well, two. One was could have instead of being an email oh so now you're
3: doing numbered lists as well because this okay. have been an
0: unlimited issue which i'm really surprised by as well and then the second question is i did not know that shark girl could transform out of shark girl
3: mm, that was I, surprising to me
2: yeah
1: no yeah
0: i can. don't i had no
3: yeah. idea that she's always that's in shark canon. form
0: so i just assumed like oh yeah
2: that's canon um i think shark uh cannon? this was not <laughs> This was not an unlimited storyline because it was not written or illustrated that way so it yeah. it might have been a voices story okay. but I do agree with Brent I like the idea of it also because some people aren't going to pick up Marvel Voices because it's like oh it's an anthology so if it's uh giving certain creators who don't have a uh, who, who don't have <laughs> a, a regular point. book like they get the chance for people to be exposed to their stuff so and I thought it was a delightful fine little story
1: Bat Tia. Let me ask
2: you a question. You said it right, thank you. Um,
1: do you remember in Deadly Genesis when we were introduced to these new characters? Yes. In the backstory leading up to <gasps> Yes. So it would be really cool if all of these stories like if they're doing extra stories in X-Men Red, um, it, just to give you context, yeah. um, Deadly Genesis, they they introduced these new characters that ended up being on the X-Men team trying to save them from Krakoa then they all die. Yes, right, right, right. right. Um, that was
0: Vulcan's team, right? Vulcan's yeah. Yeah. Vulcan, yeah, Darwin,
1: exactly. so, so if these stories lead up to actually playing into maybe a greater, like, after story for fall mm-hmm. of X, that would be really fun. That it would they, be cool. They put them in as maybe we don't think anything much about them. Yeah. I might be overthinking this, but I love shark girl.
2: I think it's know? a great idea. Uh, speaking of all that though, it's uh, your
3: girl.
1: It's your girl. Hey girl. Hey y'all. It's, it's shark, shark girl. girl. Hey pod. It's your shark girl. Shark girl.
2: I, uh, speaking of that, uh, Jordan White was interviewed, uh, this past week, uh, cause he's the outgoing, um, head editor of the X-Books, Tom Bruvert, is going to be the incoming one. Yeah. And Jordan basically confirmed that the Krakoan age is ending uh, with, um, I know, sad. But I also, I'm okay with it because I like stories that have beginning, middles, middles and ends. uh, And in ongoing comics, you don't really get that very much. So, like, creating, ending an era, starting a new era, hope the next era is good. Good. (laughs) But, um, you know, I... um, I think it'll we should pour one out for the end of Krakoa when that happens.
1: Uh so so we brought this up. I think it was a podcast with Yumi and Clark um a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it we said Krokoan era is over, it's done, it's donezo, it's never it's all done. What and, were you saying a winter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've hot it with <laughs> Krakow, And you said, Well, we'll see. And so, um now now that you're coming to this fruition that other people felt weeks later, what it is it do you feel? I like pre
2: grieved. Do you <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, did we see?
1: I, I think you post grieved. I think no, most I, people I, were already there. Yeah. Um what I mean did, yeah I, I think Why why were you so resistant and and <laughs> where were you when because you because just heard like Kirk the Kirkola mutants died?
2: I was resisting Professor X from walking into those fucking gates. Um I just wanted the Kakura era to go on because it is so good, but everything has to come to an end. It it's just so does. True. Like nice. storyline Storylines have to, like, have completion even in uh, comics or properties that have to continue.
0: I'm just so concerned for the... It's the kind of the Loki problem. Like, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, sure, I agree with you, Kellen. I love the start-stop, you know, finish. But it, it is very, like... What could happen next that would be somehow more interesting the, than what's the creators currently happening.
1: know? So th- I think a few years ago, uh, Messiah sort of kind of the Messiah complex weird era, yeah. kind of did it open close. They tried it with de- decimation and one ninety eight and all that stuff. Yeah. Open close. They they're getting better over the years. So making these, I ardux. think I think they truly do have a plan for the future. Where I agree, we get yeah, a it's next called
0: Resurrection Two. <laughs> Electric uh, more
1: <laughs> there's a school in every state Say now. Yeah. In every United States of X. Oh, state schools. <laughs> uh, Krakoa.
2: Krakoa. I mean, we we didn't. They pre- got to go big again. I mean, when when we heard about Jonathan Hickman coming back to the, or coming to the X books, uh, nobody predicted Krakoa. We had no mm, we had no fair. idea what he was going to do. Uh, we were like, oh, we hope it's going to be good. You know, but he's a we very did. We ha-
3: we had. Dozens of artists and writers who were saying this is groundbreaking, By this is earth shattering. Yeah. There was a lot of build up and real excitement from people. I agree, yeah. And I don't think I've heard it. any of that. Yet. that's
1: fair. It's less so. Like there wasn't an architect uh, that we've been put with, maybe. But maybe they're <laughs> yeah. waiting to announce that. But well, that was, hopefully, that yeah. Was something
3: interesting about the Steve Fox interview that? Uh, y'all talked about a little bit about how the writers work now yeah the, uh, the slack yeah those
0: slacky channels well you the, don't have to give everything away i'm just well, trying to push <laughs> listen people to that to podcast the, now yeah.
3: but no i i beep think that out i think you, we'll see no uh,
0: <laughs> well it's the marvel's next big thing panel at comic con so yeah, i'm so sure get, yeah. there's going to be some bigger updates that we will be talking about next week for right now let's talk about wolverine number 38 benjamin percy juan jose rip Closing the book on Weapons of X last issue, Logan teams up with Steve Rogers to assault an Orcas freighter, only to find out their heist has been heisted by none other than Legacy House.
3: I'm not ready for Krakoa to end, okay? <laughs> I, have, I have not come to terms with this, and I am very annoyed at what they're doing with Wolverine, trying to make him a lone figure again, uh-huh. and yet somehow also still devoted to Krakoa in some way. It's bullshit. They're, they're trying to have it both ways. But I was genuinely fucking furious when I saw all the items that came up at the auction. (laughs) I know. I'm like, that's bullshit. That doesn't fucking belong to you. You fucking corporate capitalist bastards. You are pilfering creative, incredible people uh, just to make some fucking money. You if make 2015
2: sick. Brent could hear 2023 bah. Brent right now, it would be great.
3: He so, would agree. Yeah.
2: So there was. So many
1: of the Hellfire outfits. Yeah, that, Moira. Yeah, really Moira Clone.
0: Amora Masa <laughs> Blade, a Magneto Helmet, Emma's Bustier, Turtle and Cat from Sinister's Hideout. Amazing. Croco and Armor, and some other shit as well. Lo- really interesting stuff.
2: I really enjoyed this issue just because I think the, the dynamic between Steve Rogers and Logan is great. And I think Benjamin Percy got their chemistry right uh one of my favorite panels they're is like kiss. yeah they're gonna kiss oh was like when they like do the whole like uh like old sitcom-y old uh like buddy cop buddy cop kind of thing like we're gonna take these people's outfits the cowboys yes. and then logan's like why this doesn't fit they me well know. and steve's like because most people aren't shaped like a box you <laughs> idiot yeah i love that <laughs> uh the, this was
0: the one time, I actually really like uh, Juan's art, but I did feel like this was the first time where Steve Rogers just looks weird to me in this art style. I just I kept being like, is that, is that just some random white guy playing pool? He's like, hey, <laughs> come on, Steve, we
2: got to get this going. He's Juan, like, I guess so. Juan Jose Reap, much like Frank Quitely, they have a lot of similarities. They do beautiful, ugly really well. And so when it's a really attractive person, yeah, I like d- Steve Rogers looks weird in the same way... Frank quietly drawing Emma Frost. He made Emma look absolutely insane. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, she was sexy, but I'm like also yeah. uh, the
1: proportions were like too cut in. Or I something remember like that. That. chunky boobs. Can I, I say love that? the chunky <laughs> boobs? Can I say that
2: you can, and you will. You, you can make a band named after that <laughs> <laughs> and a musical: kinky boots, chunky boobs.
1: I I'm just glad he's at least acknowledging Krakoa. But I'm I'm there with you, Brian. It's like but what just
0: like go help your friends these team-ups are very because there's gonna be black panther next month like i
1: they're it just it does feel like a very it, it, silly ancillary an series me to help them out maybe but cap is already but out. he literally
3: said eight that. times in this i fucking hate teams
1: i know Hey, no teams.
3: I hate teams. We keep getting drawn back. back I want to use Zoom. Back. I hate teams. I don't, I That's hate a little team. corporate joke for any of you listening. I just want to work one-on-one with each individual person <laughs> in the team. Uh, Rather than three people, is unacceptable.
1: Yeah, you you, you, think you that are they are a team keep... player because you have like, to, like one on ones with like. He's like,
3: yeah, I don't want to do a group project. I want to do one where I'm paired up with yeah. one other person, where I have to get as intimate as possible. I know. I well, don't.
0: I don't do teams. I only do uh, project management from the center. That's what I simply. I do hand stuff. <laughs> I'll send you a list of status objectives. I yeah, need yeah, to yeah we got
3: we update. got it. Corporate stuff. Yeah, I feel I like Kate. I'm not yes ending the joke. You got to laugh from.
2: I like, I feel like Kate pride has sort of taken his thunder in this fall of X era Mm. because she's the, I'm "I'm a fucking, I'm the ninja. That's going to kill you. And so like Wolverine's like, well, what do I do? Like, She's taking oh my job. Oh,
1: no. She took my killing. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah he's well, I guess pe- I'll just go team up with Captain America and then Black Panther. He's a real piece of shit.
0: And Nick he? Fury's there, not a scroll, I don't think. But he was like, <laughs> Yeah, you see that, Brent? Watch <laughs> out for those mutants. I
3: don't know if we'll I can see. trust those mutants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about those mutants. They're not all good. Well, isn't it comic way Nick Fury that is done. thinking
2: about, like, is sort of reforming Shield? Like, there, aren't they doing that? Like, I, him and I, Maria Hill. It
1: hasn't been together for a while, so, like, the fact that Orca's is sort of, like, mm. taking over for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that could be a good possibility.
2: I think, like, yeah, like, Shield comes back. Ooh. But Ooh. it's like Shield, that. it's
3: ba- spelled, ba- the S is spelled as a two. Oh, wait, ba- <laughs> ba- ba- hey, wait, shut up. Everyone- you can't do that joke one more time. On the a You're yelled? done, you're I'm, done. A, I'm Adam sorry, I'll redo jokes until what, it stops being laughs. What,
1: what happens, hear me out, I'm what listening. happens if, uh, the, the X-Men get redeemed after this. Can you imagine? No. Um, <laughs> but if they get redeemed and then they sort of are integrated into S.H.I.E.L.D. So, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents become like the, – the X-Men are so big now. Resurrection's back a little bit. What if they became S.H.I.E.L.D.? And so they're helping out. They're government-funded. And so everyone feels- That could happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so on Earth, they're the mutants helping out. It can be a sort of like goodwill to other people. But the S is an X this time.
0: Yes. (laughs) See, that's funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exiled. Uh, I I heard you out, and I hate it. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) I don't
1: know. I'm just trying to think of the the bigger picture of like what's coming next for them. Yeah. No, I think (laughs) it's
2: an interesting- was
0: like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be a lot smarter than you. (laughs) Sorry about it. No,
1: but what you said was right. Yeah. Anything else about the issues? As always, we like to wrap up. That was a good one. uh, With a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, and wanted to share with you our little spookies. What do you got today? Kalen Batia, what you got?
2: Thank you, Ryan Skull. Uh, last weekend, we went to visit uh, Clark's uh, family house in Front Royal, Virginia, and we went to an amazing comic store called Main Street Geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comics, uh, action figure statues, a bunch of like cool nerdy accoutrement. Uh, it was just a beautiful store, and the owners were very nice. and We got a picture and we posted it on our Instagram. and I wish more local comic stores were like that. They but were also like
3: super liberal. They had a bunch of yeah. fun. <laughs> homemade stuff. So right. They had their own jewelry line. They also had... Uh, I
2: bought a Sailor Moon necklace. I like bought an X-Men, X-Men necklace because I belo- believe in this podcast.
3: They uh, will get a to Home with Superior necklace. Show sure you really care. Uh, they <laughs> Make me one <laughs> Available <brand> now. <laughs> yeah. so they had their own... Um, if you if you like bottling your own beer or you want to put labels on your wine oh bottling they they make their own uh like superhero themed labels like Loki's Mead or all this cool. stuff that was yeah. super cute
0: um I will tag on to that, but I'll give a, a broader uh plug of nostalgic vintage arcade, yeah friendship. 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 <laughs> Uh, beer places. No, I vintage arcades. We the the town that we were in had a. You just pay ten bucks and you get to play every fucking thing that they had in there. It was like old school Hydro Thunder. We were playing air hockey like crazy, Ryan. That was fun. They had a D- uh, D-D-R. The, D-D-R. DDR That
1: one thing where you smash a bunch of frogs. it's yes. a frog race. Ow, so ow, I called wow, that, but wow. it should be no. Wow. You were just
0: doing
2: that in the alley.
0: You're killing <laughs> frogs <laughs> in the alley. <laughs> Don't <laughs> all the time crises. I will, I'll give an extra special shout out because it could get boring fast. You know, with some of those games, you want to play them once, you don't want to, you don't care. They had a mega arcade, some fucking emulator type, you know, council oh, Neo of, like, Geo. Yeah. A thousand Neo Geo and Capcom old school beat em ups, fighters, 17,000 versions of King of Fighters. Completely unnecessary, but I was jumping for joy nostalgically, just flipping through and looking at. Games. I loved
2: that you and Clark were playing the G.I. Joe game. They were like, I used to love this as a kid, but is this all this is? Fuck this game. So (laughs) awful.
0: More importantly, that that Mega Arcade had Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, which is a ridiculous walk around side scrolling, beat 'em up slash shooter, where you get to turn into cyborg Michael, the fucking whatever his monkey was, Jimbo, Jimbo. He had
1: like fire. Jumbles Jumbles.
0: Was it? He Jumbles? Like, like Clark's invention? No, I don't think it was Jumbles. Yeah, he could shoot. Poncho. you got, like, fire beams. You could shot layers. You could turn into Mecha Michael. And you're just constantly saving kids from Mafia. It's very fucking weird. Yeah, it's based off I think of, they're uh,
2: safer with the Mafia. Criminal. Um, I So I played Miss Pac-Man uh, just because I wanted to play a really, really old school game. And I was just thinking of the Futurama episode, which I recently rewatched, I where... <laughs> uh, where uh, they, uh, Fry is like fighting against real video game people, and then like uh, Pac- general Pac-Man dies, <laughs> and he's like, "Amy, go tend to the widow Pac-Man." <laughs> it's just yeah. like Wah! Uh,
3: my plug is, is it from Royal Relation? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. Um, it is from a, it's a a collection of comics by the uh, Norwegian cartoonist Jason. Uh doesn't go by a last name. Uh I they, they have a last name, but it is Norwegian and I can't pronounce it. It's like Arn Saratori. It's probably may not be what The do the collection is called What I Did, and it is a dark and brooding reflection on the nature of life. Oh. Almost without any uh words or text. So it's very well done um storytelling, and then part of this collection is also a an adaptation of a murder mystery that's Mm. super fun. Ooh. Uh, It's called What I I Did by Jason.
2: Jason is a very talented cartoonist. Very, very talented.
3: Lots of expression with very minimal art.
2: I'm scared, but I'd love to borrow
1: it. What you got, baby? Um, So I would like to plug uh, a podcast I've been listening to. Um, Amy Poehler has uh, put this new podcast together. It's called Say More by Dr. Sheila. (laughs) She has to say doctor with a question mark because she's not technically a doctor. Uh. Um, but it's basically uh, Amy Poehler playing a fake therapist oh. and then bringing on comedy guests. And they, each one has relationship problems, and they're very funny. So it's oh, all famous comedians. Um, and it's just a great – they're about uh, five episodes in. Um, I think they're going to do like ten or something. But it's, it's really fun.
2: Who are the comedians that she's brought on?
1: Abby and Ileana, uh, not Ileana. oh from Abby. Uh, <laughs> yeah from uh, Broad City yeah, yeah. uh, uh June Diane Raphael and her husband mm-hmm. um Paul shear have been on um Jessica St Clair Jason Manzoukas have been on mm-hmm. um some really great ones so oh, nice yeah okay. it's it's really fun uh yeah it's self-aware improv comedy, which is kind of fun to just... Very rare to find. Yeah, you no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was the
3: name of it? Dr. Claire's Scientific Advice for Almost Humans? Almost
1: there. It was called Say More with Dr. Sheila. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been our episode. Uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Homosphere X, Instagram at Homosphere Podcast. If you have an idea for a team name for uh, Superior X, Shout it out to us. Uh, enjoy just yell c- in your room. <laughs> yell into your earphones <laughs> right
2: now. I'd be, I would laugh so hard if like one of our listeners just drove by your place, Brent, and started <laughs> yelling,
0: Shut up! Scream on the uh, airplane that you're on.
3: That's been uh, another episode and a long-running spooky season for us. Goodbye, little Whoa. spookies. Whoa.
0: Oh.